This is the Plant Yourself Podcast. I'm Howard Jacobson of plantyourself.com and the Big Change Program with Josh Lajani. This podcast is part of my mission to help you live an energetic and excuse-busting life. Before we get to today's interview, I've got to talk about that Big Change Program. The registration is now open until February 2nd, 2018. And I've already got a bunch of people signed up, I think 13 or so, and I can't tell you how happy and excited that makes me. And my partner in the Big Change program, Josh Lajani, is even more excited, if that's possible. If you aren't familiar with his story, Josh is a former 420-pound, hard-drinking, hard-eating ex-high school football player from the Bayou of Louisiana, who's now a competitive ultra-marathoner and media personality. Josh is not a professional health educator, He's just been doing his thing, waking up 3.30 in the morning to train so that he can run his marathons and ultras and also run his two businesses, uh, owning and managing a trailer park and running a private sewer company. Often when I call him, he's in the middle of pulling some nasty stuff out of a drain or a pump motor. And in spite of this incredibly grueling schedule, he's become an informal mentor to literally thousands of people, uh, mostly on social media. I couldn't believe how much time he spends every week responding to Instagram comments, Facebook private messages from people who are inspired by his story and want a little bit of his success to rub off on them. It's really uh, catapulted into the stratosphere since his appearance on the Today Show and on Good Morning America. Um, You know, literally thousands of people want to join the Missing Chins Run Club, want him to tell them what to do, how to eat, how to think. And obviously, with running two businesses, he can't He can't do it. He can't spend all of his time responding on social media, although, of course, he does the best he can. And that's where the Big Change program comes in. When you combine Josh's experience and his fierce wisdom and his generosity of spirit with my background in education and behavioral psychology and online learning, you get the Big Change program. And we are just reopening it now for three more days. It's going to close on February 2nd, 2018. And it's a 12-week program with a, an optional nine-month add-on to overcoming all the behavioral challenges that come with getting healthy. So we'll help you get to your ideal weight, help you reverse any chronic diseases that are related to diet, like diabetes or hypertension or high cholesterol or heart disease, and become the lean, healthy athlete that we're all capable of becoming. So again, you've got till... February 2nd to get into the program. Uh, We're capping it to make sure that everyone gets personal attention. So to find out more, go to bigchangeprogram.com. You can read all about it. You can watch some video testimonials from people who have already gone through the program, and you can take a test drive. Now, if you're worried that maybe this isn't right for you, we've actually had a few people who've come to that conclusion, and that's why we have a 90-day, no questions asked, money-back guarantee. Just come try it do the assignments, show up, you know, the program does not work by itself. You have to work the program. But if you show up and make an effort and you're not happy with it, you have all 90 days to get your money back. So if you want 2018 to be the year, and even if you've tried many times before and failed, especially, especially if you've tried many times before and failed, check out the Big Change Program. It starts on February 5th. And we would love to welcome you into the Big Change family. All right, enough about that. Let's talk quickly about today's 
guests. They are Cassie and Derek Harrington. And you are going to love, love, love and be inspired, inspired, inspired by their story. They grew up in Thibodeau, Louisiana, where they grew obese and ill and miserable on the standard Cajun diet. Derek's life revolved around food, hunting and fishing, and then frying whatever he caught. And Cassie was overweight her entire life, as was her entire family. Derek suffered from hypertension, high cholesterol, and autoimmune disease, and he was on the fast track to type 2 diabetes. And he says he had no energy, no passion for life outside of food, and in his own words, he was just existing. Cassie remembers trying to lose weight her entire life, from trying to lift weights when she was eight years old, to making endless New Year's resolutions, to subsisting on microwave lean cuisine, to every yo-yo diet, and to dangerous weight loss pills like Xenadrin and Metabolife. She wanted to lose weight so badly, she was willing to sacrifice her health. So you've got Derek, who had more or less given up on health and happiness. His wife, Cassie, was chasing every promise, every fad, every restrictive and self-punishing regime that popped into her consciousness with only temporary results. And then something happened that changed everything. So with that tease, let's welcome Cassie and Derek. Derek and Cassie Harrington, welcome to the Plant Yourself podcast. Hi. Hey, Howard, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm really excited to be talking to you guys. Uh, I don't. I don't do a lot of uh, tandem interviews. Um, you guys are uh, like in front of the same computer, I guess. Yes. Good. So you can sort of make eye contact and figure out who's going to talk and who's going to listen, and and uh, we can we can figure that all out. Let's let's start by um, just, um, one of you to say like who you know who you are and uh, where you live and what you're up to. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. I'm Cassie Harrington. Uh, I live in Thibodeau, Louisiana. Um, uh, I'm operations manager for financial services firm. And uh, my brother is Josh Lajani. You don't know him. A lot of people in the plant-based world do. Um, And he introduced the plant-based diet to our family about four years ago. Um, We kind of all hopped on board little by little. And here we are. Uh, four and a half years later, I've lost about a uh, hundred pounds being plant-based so far, gained health. Um, and I have a two and a half year old and we are, um, raising him plant-based and, um, it, we've just been, you know, super healthy, energized and, um, it's, it's, it's been really great for us. Great. Derek, what have you got to add? Oh, my name is Derek Harrington. Um, I'm from Thibodeau, Louisiana as well. Um, I'm a supervisor for my uh, local water utility company. Um, like Cassie said, you know, I've been plant-based for about three and a half, four years now. Um, they started a little before me and, you know, I, I kind of saw the, uh, the results they were getting. So, you know, I was like, I got to get some of that. So I jumped on board. Um, I'm a runner. Uh, just ran my first marathon last weekend. Um, I've done a 50k, um, and I'm I'm super excited to to see what 2018 is going to bring. You did a 50k before the marathon, correct? I, that's that's how I did it too. I think we were we were a little nuts, huh? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think of the marathon? How'd you do? I did really well. Um, I surprised myself. I wanted to, uh, my goal was to get in in under five hours and I ended up finishing at, uh, 429, 48. 
I believe. Huh. Uh, it went well, very well. That's 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 amazing, and it's it's more amazing when people uh, we get a chance to see your before photos. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Derek, why don't we why don't we uh, come back to you? Like, you've written a lot about your transformation, at least in the Facebook groups, and that uh, that I'm privy to. Can you talk yeah. about a little bit about who you were before you went plant based? Yeah, sure. Um, I was. Roughly 280 pounds. Um, I was always a, uh, you know, a, a full-on Cajun. You know, I lived the whole Cajun lifestyle. I was a hunter, uh, a fisherman. Um, my whole life revolved around food, which, you know, from South Louisiana. And, you know, that's, you know, the whole world revolves around food. And, um, yeah. <laughs> uh um, yeah. So, so I mean, the two eighty. Someone could listen to that and say, "Well, you know, it's big, but it's not a big, it's not a big deal." Like, but you, you weren't a very happy two eighty. No, I was miserable. Um, I had a, uh, you know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Um, I had an autoimmune disease. Um, basically, just on the fast track to having type two diabetes, and um, you know, no energy. Just, just basically you know, just existing, you know, I hadn't, I wasn't happy. I, you know, and, um, it was, you know, about a year after Cassie and, you know, her family started, you know, the plant-based thing and I jumped on board and it's been all uphill ever since. Hmm. I've okay. lost a total of, um, 110 pounds and, you know, it's, it's really awesome. Wow. And, and Cassie, what about, what about you? What's your, what was your backstory um, before you found, you know, plant-based lifestyle and running? Um, well, not kind of unlike Derek. Like, um, he, he basically started struggling with weight probably, um, what, right after high school or something. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, once we got married, we kind of both put a lot of, a lot of weight after we got married. Um, but I, but that was kind of like a first for him. I think for me, I had been, uh, overweight my entire life, you know, since, since a child, I mean, every new year's I can, since I can remember was my, my goal was to, you know, my resolution was to lose weight. You know, I remember being eight, nine years old working out in the, in the, we had like a little shop in, uh, by where we lived, a little shed, if you will. And mm -hmm. it had a couple of exercise, um, things in there and I'd go in there and work out, of course, you know, and it never, it never stuck, but I've been doing that since, like I said, since I was a kid. And so I've tried every single yo-yo diet, you know, I've done the carb thing. I've done the, you know, eating lean cuisines basically forever. Um, I've done, you know, every kind of pill basically I've taken, you know, weight loss pill, you know, I've done Xenadrin, the Metabolife, all those things. Uh, super. And, and I even used to say, because I was so, I wanted to lose weight so bad. And it, it, it was um, such, such a, I was so vain that I was willing to even sacrifice my health to do that. And that's probably why I did so many unhealthy things to my body to try to lose weight. And, you know, nothing ever worked. I mean, I would get results, but they were all temporary, yeah. you know, and, and kind of similar to Josh and Dustin, you know, my brothers. Um, 
you know, I would lose weight and I might keep it off for a little while, but then it would come right back and more, you know, and yeah. it, and every single diet I would do was so restrictive that I felt like I was punishing myself. So whenever, whenever I could not be on that diet, I would just basically kind of go wild, you know, and yeah. just binge. And it was just really, really unhealthy habit, you know, or lifestyle really, because it was my entire life until finally, you know, um, and just before Josh started, went, start, uh, went plant-based, um, I had kind of already made the decision that I was going to start seeking health instead of weight loss. Mm. And, um, cause I think like the winter before I went plant-based, Derek and I had gone to Disney world and this may seem really simple to some, but for me, it was a big deal. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, we went to Disney world and I had ordered salads for some of my meals on this trip, which was something I would never have done in the past because salad was diet food. Right. And I'm mm. on vacation and vacation is, you know, Indulge. A, right. It's a free for all. So for me to start going, well, stop associating, like stop making, letting that be your happiness. Just go, Hey, if you like a salad, eat a salad. Now, granted the salad did still have meat and cheese in it, but it was a big deal for me to take that step to stop kind of, you know, looking at food in that way and, and start going, well, it's just food, you know, if you like it, eat it. And it doesn't, and I stop like kind of categorizing all these things and go, well, I'm, I'm on vacation. So I have to eat cheeseburgers and French fries if I'm on vacation. Right. Mm, yeah. um, and so that was a huge step for me. And so then at that point I was kind of, um, I had already kind of set myself up to be open, uh, to being open to more things. And so I think, the following spring is when Josh, uh, well, I say spring, it was for him, it was probably February-ish. And he had started to kind of um, seek knowledge and and um, that's when he did, um, you know, the no process stuff and then that, that transition into plant-based. And Dustin's the one that actually kind of, I, I, I'll say convinced me, but he didn't really. He just made a statement and said, you know, Cassie, giving up animal products has probably been the easiest way for me to lose weight. And I said, okay, you know, cause at that point I was already in trying to um, change my mindset. And, um, and so when he said that, you know, I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. And it was, I mean, the rest is history. And I, and I'm, I'm not an all or I'm not a jump in right away kind of person. I need to do things in baby steps for me to be successful. So I took it and I did, I took it in baby steps. There were things that took me longer to give up. And, um, and, and still to this day, Derek and I are still working on cleaning up areas, you know, get, we're constantly trying to improve. We don't, you know, I don't want to just get to a certain point and go, okay, I'm good. This is good enough. It's better than what I used to be, right. you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's something we've really been working on a lot is, is cleaning up our diet, you know, eating, you know, more colorful greens. And, um, you know, we got, you know, a couple cookbooks, uh, the China study cookbook, thug kitchen, which are all great. And, um, you know, since we cleaned up our diet, we've been losing more weight, been feeling better. And this, you know, it's just a constant improvement and mm. it's, so oh, it's awesome. That's amazing. So I, I, I'm curious about a few things, um, Cassie, Around okay. so you know you're, you said for like eight or nine it seems like you're always wanting to lose weight and that sounds a little bit different than 
your brothers who, yeah, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. they wanted to lose weight, but they had all these role models of really big guys, right? Your grandpa, your bam, bam, like, like, how is it different? Do you think it was different for you as a, as a girl, as a woman being, being heavy compared to, you know, all the big men in your life? Absolutely. It's much more acceptable for a male to be overweight. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And, and I, and I guess that's probably why I never knew that Josh felt the way he did because I thought it was perfectly acceptable for, um, you know, a guy to be, especially down here, you know, in, in, in a lot of girls like big guys. And so, um, I, I thought it was almost like cool for them to be like that, you know? Mm. Um, whereas for me, you know, it was, you know, for women, I, I felt like it, it wasn't as acceptable and I just didn't feel good. Now I think Dustin probably may have struggled a little bit more than that with Josh because Dustin and I, you know, we, we both struggle with weight from a younger age, you know, much younger age than Josh did. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So when, when you guys met and what, and I'll, I'll preface the, the, the sort of the line of questioning by, by saying that one of the, one of the really hard things for a lot of people is when one person changes in a rela- in, in a marriage that it's very often really tricky for the other person and for the relationship to not be, you know, to not for the one who's changing, not to preach or for the one who's watching the other one change, not to feel scared or defensive or confused. So it sounds like, um, Cassie, you, you, you went first. What was it like for you, Derek, to see Cassie begin this, this, journey of basically rejecting the lifestyle that you guys had had sort of tacitly agreed was the way you were going to go um it was it was a huge change um at first i was you know totally against it i was like how could you not live how could you live without eating meat you know and and dairy because i was such a huge meat eater i mean you know my my whole world revolved around you know the next place, you know, my next meal. And, um, to see her going to a plant-based diet, I was like, Hmm, you know, this isn't going to work. Just another, you know, another thing. But, um, you know, after about six months or so, you know, it took me about a year to start, you know, participating. And, um, like I said, after about six months, I started seeing, you know, real progress with Cassie and Dustin and Miss Ramona and, um, you know, they were losing Which is weight. Ca- Cassie's mother. Right. Yes, Cassie's mother. You know, they were losing weight and um, feeling better. And, and, you know, they started, you know, running and exercising. And I was, you know, and I'm just sitting there, you know, just my miserable self, just totally depressed and, you know, down and out. So one day, you know, I just decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a try because what I'm doing now isn't working for me and it's time to change. And, uh, well, that's, that's been the best thing I've ever done. Right. Do you feel, do you think that at some point you were sort of actively or passively trying to sabotage Cassie near the beginning? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. What did, that, what did that look like? Um, just, you know, when we would go eat out somewhere, you know, we'd go to dinner and, um, you know, I'd order my typical, you know, the ribeye and baked potato and, you know, the normal um, and she would get a salad and I was, you know, just try to 
you know, kind of push it on her. Oh, it's okay. It's you, okay. You've been doing yeah. well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to run tomorrow. It's okay. You could have, a you know, a couple of bites or, you know, just. And the famous one, well, you're beautiful to me anyway. Right. Or whatever. You know, you can do that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yep. That was uh-huh. a big one. And so, what, Cassie? What what was that like for you? I'm I'm just I'm just imagining how hard it is to to resist that combination. I mean, if someone says, you know, oh, you're beautiful to me anyway, like I'll eat off of their plate. <laughs> right. It, it's extremely difficult because, and for the first, um, what four years we were married, and, and we were together for three and a half before we got married. So the first seven years we were together. I listened to that. I listened to it's okay. You're yep. beautiful. And that's, and that's what, that's why and I put both, on a ton of weight. We both put on a hundred plus pounds, I would say. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, absolutely. In I that put, time frame. I put on, yeah, I put on more than a hundred pounds. And, um, and, um, you know, finally, like I said, it, it was about, it was about two, mm, I don't know how long it was after we got married. So I went plant-based about two and a half to three years after we got married. So, and I had realized at that point, because like I said, I had always wanted to lose weight and, and, and like many people, it was for a thing, you know, to fit in my, to look good in my clothes this summer, to go on this vacation, to meet a guy, like whatever it might be. It was always a thing. Well, here I was, um, I don't know how old I was at this time, but for 27, 28 ish, had a great job. I was married have my own plate. Like I have all these things. And so now I no longer have this thing I need to lose weight for, but yet I'm still not happy with myself. And so I realized it's not about the, the, you know, the thing that you want to get, it's about you. Like how, you know, how do I feel inside? And so when I had all these things, you know, that I thought I was trying to, you know, I wanted to lose weight for so I can achieve these goals or get to this thing. And I have all these things and I'm still not happy with myself. Hmm. You know, that's when I kind of realized, okay, it's you, you, you know, do it for you. You've already got a guy. Don't do it so you can meet a guy, you know, and and learn to really love yourself and and love, you know, love yourself enough to be able to, to fix it, you know, to fix whatever it is that you want fixed, you know? See, it's, it's, I love the way you put it because... Right. So Derek is telling you this, this loving thing. He says, you're beautiful to me anyway. And mm-hmm. you're saying like, no, like love, love for me is about loving, your, loving myself enough to fix myself rather than loving myself enough to stay the same. Right. Right. <clears throat> yep. So dur- during that time, Cassie, where you're, you're sort of pushing ahead, and I imagine, you know, it was, it was very difficult. Um, what... What was your, um, what was your relationship with your rest with the rest of your family? Like, did were they like, oh, thank God, Cassie's on board now? It sounds like you were, you were the third of the three after Josh and then Dustin. Yeah, um, and my mom, yeah, because my mom and I, my mom had kind of started too, but she and I probably were kind of, you know, probably closer together, and and sh- and, and we both kind of took, um, you know, smaller steps, um. But yeah, my family was super supportive, you know, always, and they, they always have been in, in, in even more so now, uh, I find as, as a unit, we've definitely grown closer together. Um, just because, you know, we're all, 
I kind of I say this thing a lot. You know, you it's kind of hard to love other people when you can't love yourself. Mm. And so, you know, now that we're all happier inside, that kind of radiates out. And so we're just happier people. And that, I think, has strengthened our family a ton. Absolutely. Um, and so we're very supportive. But, yeah, my family was super supportive at that time. Um, it was a struggle in our marriage because it, um, to say it was tough <laughs> was an understatement. <Yeah>. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you could tell that there was some shame with there because I was making this move and he wasn't. And... <sighs> I was encouraging him to change, but at the same time, he had to want it. I can't make that happen. But because there was some shame that caused some, um, sometimes he hi him hiding things from me. And so that added like another level of, you know, frustration and stuff like that. Because then I felt like, why do you feel the need to hide this from me? You know? And, um, so, so that was really, really difficult, but you know, I, I knew I needed to make this change and, and it was something I wanted to do. And so I just, you know, I powered through and, you know, and it worked out. Yeah, it worked out great. Um, a big turning point for me was um, similar to Josh's story, the Crescent City Classic in New Orleans. Um, Cassie decided she wanted to run it. And, you know, I wasn't on board at all yet. And she's like, look, our whole family's doing this race. I would like you to participate. So I was like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. What, and what, what year was this? That was... This was 2014. 14, okay. yes. Uh-huh. So, you know, I started, you know, walking with her and, you know, doing a little, you know, a little running here and there. So, um, you know, I think I got up to like four miles before race day, you know, my longest run. And this, this was a 10K. So... Um, Which is six, six, a little over six miles. Yes. Correct. So, you know, on race day, I'm, you know, I'm lining up in the, you know, in my corral and, you know, it's very exciting. You know, people are fired up, you know, it's, it's something new to me. And I was like, hmm, you know, I thought to myself, I could, I could dig this. And, um, so anyway, the race started and, you know, I got about halfway through and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I don't like this. You know, the typical, um, <laughs> beginner, <laughs> um, so ended up making it through. I finished in uh, like an hour and 27 minutes and some change. And, um, you know, as I'm passing through the finish line, you know, it, it just hit me. It's like, wow, I really love running. And, um, you know, after that is when I really started to jump on board with the plant-based thing, you know, because, you know, I, I really enjoyed the race. I wanted to keep improving. And, you know, it's just been a snowball effect ever since. It's been wonderful. Well, so when you were training for that, was that like, you know, grumbling about this is so boring or it hurts or it's oh, yeah. stupid? Oh, yeah. I didn't want to do it at all. I didn't want to do it at all. I um, I wasn't motivated at all to even try. Um, I was just basically following Cassie around, just pouting the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's amazing how like a race can totally turn you around. What was it? What was it about the race? You'd run many, many miles already. What was different about the Crescent City Classic experience that turned you on? Um, I guess it's just the people and you know the atmosphere. It's, it's a really you know happy, exciting environment, and you know it's something I never experienced before growing up. You know, 
we lived in a really small town and, you know, there wasn't anything to do but, you know, go fishing or go hunting and, you know, fry everything. <laughs> so, um, you know, just to be in that kind of environment, you know, really sparked something in me to, to want to change and be a part of that, you know. Huh. That's great. And um, so what was the what was that classic like for you, Cassie? Um, it was, it was a big deal for me. Um, I didn't do it well. <laughs> I mean, well, for me, I guess I, I guess it was, well, you could say I did, but it, it was slow, but I wanted to, I had never done six miles before. Uh, in fact, even as a kid, I, I never was a, I never could run or did run. Um, you know, I, I, at a t I couldn't even run a 10th of a mile without stopping, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for me to, you know, all the changes I had already started making in my diet, you know, changing my mind about, you know, being healthy and things like that and then changing my diet. And then, you know, and I'd always like I had liked to walk a lot. But like I said, running was never that was never something for me. And I didn't run the entire the entire 10K, but I did run as much as I possibly could, you know. Um, but I was super, super proud that I was actually able to finish a six mile race. That was you know, one of those things that you just don't think is ever going to happen and then you do it. And now I run 10 K's in the morning before I go to work. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that's pretty cool, you know, to see how far you've come. Yeah. Never right. would have thought that. Right. So when, when, did you, could you tell that something had changed for Derek during and after that race? Yes. Yes. What, did, what did it look like? Um, I was excited. Yeah. I was very, I was excited, you know, to, to sign up for another race and get to experience all that excitement again, you know. It was something very new to me. Yeah, and then he wanted to learn more, start asking yeah. questions and go. And, and like I said, and I just want to be clear here, like I mentioned before about us taking baby steps, or, or in me especially, um, but, but Derek too. You know, we live in South Louisiana. You know, there's a lot of seafood down here. And so, like, when we first first started making these transitions, um, we kind of hung on to the seafood for a while. We gave up the meat, or I did. I gave up the meat right away. Derek would, Derek kind of gave up meat in steps. Like, well, I'm just going to do it on weekends. Yeah. Well, then I'll just have one meal a week. And then I'll just have one meal every other week until, you know, until it got to where, whatever. You know, it's so rare. Um. But for me, like, I kind of hung on to the seafood for a while. But, like, we wouldn't buy dairy. Uh -huh. Now, that's not to say if I ate out, I might not dip my chip in a queso once in a while. You know, whatever. I would do that. Until that kind of got to where, you know what? That's really not necessary. You know, and, and so little steps like that. I would just get to, you know. And then, I, so I hung on to the seafood for a while. I still have the dairy once in a while. And then I just would kind of, from there, just back off more and more and more. Until now, like I said, we're, we're cleaning up so much to a point now that we're, you know, we're trying to make sure we get, you know, more greens in, things like that. It's not even a question of, hey, are we going to eat cheese anymore? Like, that's, that's gone, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, even, even at a restaurant, you know. Um, but we kind of took that approach, and I, and I feel like that helps some people because if they look – if they look at some, like, if someone would look at me now, you know, for one of my friends, for example, if they would look at me now, they might go, oh, I can never do that. Well, I just want, 
people to understand. We you, used to think that as you don't, too. Right. You know? And you don't have to go like that. I've, I've been on this journey for four years. I don't expect you to have to, you know, be where I am at this point or where Josh is or whatever. It can be pretty scary, you know. You how, know how so? Well, especially for, for, for people down here in South Louisiana, you know, going to a, a plant-based diet is is just insane, you know. Because, like I said, the, the whole world revolves around roux and stews, fried fish. You know, it's when... Or the bald crawfish, you, you know, right, right. You know yeah. whatever it might, may be. Our entertainment is food around here, basically. Right. So, Derek, I, I have to ask Derek a, a guy question, which is, when you decided that you were into this, that you were like loved running and you were going to like discuss, you know, learn more about plant-based, was there some part of you that was like, ah, shit. Like, you know, like I have to admit that I was wrong because I'm, I'm just feeling it for myself. Like all the times that my wife was like years ahead of me and stuff. And, and like part of the reason it took me so long was that she was already there. You know, you know what I'm asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, it was it was. I kind of felt, you know, like way behind. <laughs> so, in those in those times, I you know I kind of cleaned up my diet like a lot really quick to try to catch up, per se. You know, something like uh -huh. that. I, I and, would um, say it was, it was difficult though. It was <laughs> very difficult. Yes, absolutely. But um. You know, I just, I felt like I caught up pretty quick with him. And, um, you know, we just been getting better and better ever since. He, he can tend to be kind of stubborn at times. Yeah. And so for him to admit that, I think, I think it was difficult. Yeah. But... Uh-huh. <laughs> it was well, very difficult. <laughs> well, I, I, get a, I get a sense from your Facebook feed that you're still pretty stubborn, but you're now stubborn in a different way. Like right. you're, you're like relentless in promoting this yep. lifestyle and you know you're on your facebook feed there's a lot of you know htfu um, yeah. around you know like i saw one today genetics doesn't get you up at four in the morning right and, <laughs> you know running slow isn't a failure quitting yep. is like you're, you're, you're pretty stubborn aren't you oh yeah oh yeah you know i'm just i'm just excited you know and, um, i mean being plant-based and, and running i truly believe save you know, it saved my life. It gave me my life back. And, you know, I just want to, you know, share that with everybody. And, you know, if I could help one person get on board, then, you know, I've succeeded. You know what I mean? Um, I just love it. You know, life is so much better this way. And I just want to show everybody. Right. So when you so you ran your first uh, your 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 first 10k was that in 2014 was that both of you your first 10k yes yes uh -huh. so so derek you were like just under an hour 30 minutes correct and cassie what about you i think i was like an hour 42 or 4 something like that uh-huh and so like that's amazing and that's wonderful and you've continued to progress in terms of, of running. So how do you think, like a lot of people want to go plant-based, they want to eat healthier, but they kind of do it for weight loss or they do it for their A1C or their blood pressure or for the animals. But you guys were chasing like performance goals. 
right weren't you like, i was probably cha- i was probably chasing health and weight loss before that uh-huh. uh, i would say that was probably higher on my priority um you know but that race was a pivot point though but for derek yeah absolutely and and now i will say that i i am chasing it you know for still for health and weight loss but you can add like performance is a big deal for me now because i do know you know now that I've been eating so clean for so long, um, when I do eat something off, I can feel it in my joints. And when I'm eating really right. clean and eating really healthy, and yep. the lighter I get, the better I run. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah. And um, just, you know, the, 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 the more we clean up our diet, well, for me, um, I find I recover so much faster. Yes. Like the cleaner I eat, the better I recover. The the, the faster I can run. Um, the you know I just feel better. I have more energy. Is just it's so awesome. Mm. So when you look, like you've recently posted a bunch of photos of like I think it might have been your wedding, the two yeah. of you, right with all the with the whole family, mm-hmm. and then yep. next to a, next to pictures of you now, like these you know athletic running beasts. Um, <laughs> When you look back at those old pictures, do, do you like recognize yourselves? Do you feel like that's a different couple? Like, how do you how um, do you relate to your past? Um, first, I'll just say this, just as a side note. Um, and and also in those before the before picture that I did post, um, you talking about the one of uh, Josh and Dustin and myself? Um, there's that one. I think there's also a photo of like uh, the, uh, the two okay. of you. Um. Well. I hadn't even, and that wasn't even my heaviest. I had probably put on another 40 to 50 pounds after the wedding. Yeah, she had lost weight to uh, yeah. get in her wedding dress. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, um, yeah, it, it, it feels really great. Um, but, yeah, it, it is difficult to recognize yourself because I don't think. Now, I would avoid, when I had gotten to be my heaviest, I would avoid pictures. You know, I started to be like that, I, you know. And you kind of get in denial. You, you know, you're wearing the bigger sizes, but, oh, well, it's cheap clothing. They just run bigger. I'm not really in that size. It's probably realistically. You know, you mm-hmm. make up all these little lies to make yourself feel better. Um, but honestly, no. Like, I knew I was overweight, and I knew I needed to do something. I did not think I looked that big. Me either. Like, not yeah. at all. Uh-huh. When, I, when I look back at pictures now, it's like, wow, what was I thinking? Because, you know, I used to think, you know, for my wedding pictures, I thought I looked good back then. You know, I was like, I look good in this tux. You know, I make it look good. Uh-huh. And um, I was looking at the picture. That's why I posted them them the other day, because I was like, wow. You know, what was I thinking back then? I was, I just looked horrible and and just I wasn't just didn't look happy. You know. Hmm. Yeah. So so as you guys started changing, so I know you've got. Um, you know, the Lajani clan, many of whom are making this shift, you know, with you before you supporting you. Derek, what about your family? Uh, no, I mean, little bitty changes here and there. Like, you know, my, my uncle and my nanny, they'll, um, you know, they started buying like the morning store stuff, you know, like the vegan, uh, junk food. Yeah. Per se. Uh-huh. Almond and milk. Um, almond milk, you know, they, they, they made a couple of changes. Um, they're listening. They're I'm listening. Watching, they're, yeah, they're watching. You know, they're very uh-huh. proud of me. And um, they still hadn't jumped on board at all really yet. But um, you could tell that they they paying attention. 
Their ears are perked up. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh huh. So they didn't. They're not like ostracizing you or giving you all sorts of grief. No, I mean, they're, for the most part, they're, they're very supportive and accommodating when we go there, you know. Like, for uh, for Thanksgiving, you know, they'll ask what we want to eat. You know, they'll go buy all the stuff for us, and, you know, when we get there, we'll cook everything. And, you know, they, they, um, they're they very supportive. Uh-huh. Great. So you're... You're using sort of your your own experience of baby steps to sort of not pressure them. Sounds like right, right. I'm I'm not putting pressure on them. I'm not preaching to them. I'm just you know trying to lead by example. Mm-hmm. What you know? what about like uh, people in the workplace who you know? I mean, you guys both uh, you know have have work circles and other social circles. Yeah. Where you know, as you said, you're in South Louisiana, right? Where food is food is the the number one pastime. Um, right. What do, what do people who've known you for a while think about your transformation? Um, they you know they're very encouraging and supportive. Um, you know they always compliment me at work and stuff. But um, uh, you know they still give me a little grief about you know being plant based and all. They they actually call me lettuce at work. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know I just laugh it off because uh, I mean they mean well. But um, for the most part. You know, they they really supportive and, you know, they're always asking questions, you know, how how to lose weight and, you know, asking about my runs. And, you know, I think they, you know, I got them interested. I got them listening, you know. <laughs> hey. and, um, yeah, Cassie, do you have something? No, I was just going to say, yeah, same for me. My, the people I work with, I work in a small office. There's only five of us total. Uh, but they're, they're pretty supportive. I mean, they, they give they mess with me here and there once in a while, but they, you know, they ask me questions like, you know, they were asking me what we eat for Thanksgiving stuff like that, you know, and I was just telling them, you know, all the, cause they're like, Hey, if you don't eat Turkey, what do you eat? Well, um, a lot of stuff, but you know, <laughs> uh, but they actually call me cause we go out to d- a lunch together a lot. Cause we're such a small office and, um, you know, I, I, I've gotten pretty good at being able to go just about anywhere. It doesn't matter, you know, and I can, I can, eat find something to eat and so but a lot of times you know especially if you go to steakhouse or something like that a lot of times i'm just eating the sides and so they call me cassie on the side harrington (laughs) (laughs) and so (laughs) it's pretty funny um but yeah because i like i said i'll just get i'll just get steamed broccoli and a baked potato or something like that and they're like you're the only person so they make fun of me saying oh she's just gonna want all the sides (laughs) you know but but they're really supportive. That's great. Um, I'm curious about one one other thing. Um, well, it's a couple other things. What, one of them is, what else has changed since you're going plant based that you're kind of surprised about? And like you know, I'm asking that partly because I've talked to Josh a lot about like how his social views and sort of worldview shifted. Um, you know, from from a certain standpoint to kind of kind of what he feels is like more sort of open and i'm wondering if you experienced anything similar where you were more open to different ideas and things that maybe you hadn't grown up with after after the plants came yes definitely uh more compassionate um and i think it has a lot to do with the food i I really really do uh 
a couple of us in our family kind of use the term meathead, you know, <laughs> and we'll say, you know, and, it, and it's not to be ugly. It's just like, you know, someone, if we know someone who's, who's kind of still has like an, like an ugly attitude, we're almost, we will kind of say, well, he, they're just a meathead. And, and we don't mean it in like a derogatory term or anything. We just me, simply mean that when your mind is like, so when you, when you're consuming all these animal products, I feel like your mind can't be as clear. <laughs> And I guess I would not have known. I wouldn't have known that had I never made the transition. But yes, I have clear, clear mind. Um, definitely more compassionate, much more open-minded. Right. Just because you know, and I've really learned like just because something was this is what I've been taught my entire life doesn't mean that it's you know the correct way or the right way. So mm. how about we just listen? You know, let's find out for ourselves. Don't just don't just defend something or an idea just because it's all you've ever known right and we've educated ourselves a lot more and you know i think that really helps you know with the keep with keeping an open mind to you know trying new things and um just trying to be better people great so um i'm still curious about the running so what's what in your uh, in your last competitive 10ks um that were timed how'd you do um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I don't remember what I did. I know I, I did. I don't remember my last one. My last race, I, I don't remember what it was. It, I had I had beat my pre previous one. Now, I will say this. <laughs> so my first 10K was in 2014. Uh, then I got pregnant at the end of 2014. So my running had kind of... <sighs> got been put on the back burner i would still mm. do it but it just wasn't as ag aggressive i guess i did do the crescent city classic six and a half months pregnant oh um, really i did it was very slow it was probably over two hours or right at two hours mm -hmm. but i did do it um so after i had grayson in the fall of 2015 i kind of started to get back into running um so I don't remember what my 10K was this year. I want to say maybe 130 something. Uh huh. I want to say. Yeah. But I did, but I run in a lot, like I said, I run a lot of 10, 10Ks I'm right now, like, you know, for training runs and whatnot. And my last 10K that I did was like 123 or 122.50, something like that. Wow. So uh, a huge improvement over 2014. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And mine, um, like I said, my first one was an hour and 27 minutes, 48 seconds, I believe. And my last 10K timed race was, I got in right under an hour. It's like 59, 30 something. Wow. And uh, just doing a training run around here the other day, um, I believe I got 54, 48, something like that. So I'm getting faster. Um when I decided to do that, uh, the 50K, you know, I, 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 I trained really slow, you know, just so I could last longer, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, since that's been over with, uh, I think that was in September, I've started doing speed work and, uh, you know, I'm getting faster and faster. It seems like, you know, every week I'm knocking 10, 20 seconds off a mile. You know, it's just a huge improvement. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you guys get up pretty early to do this, right? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, 
a few weeks ago, I was up at 2.30 in the morning. I ran 15 miles, just couldn't sleep anymore. So I got up and laced up and went log some miles. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, yeah, we get up about four-ish typically. And, um, you know, we have a little one, so we have to take turns. Yeah. You know, he'll go one day, I go the next day. Um, and we just, we just make it, we both, you know, we have a toddler at home. We both have full-time jobs. Uh, we both have a decent commute. Yep. Um, we make but, it work. you know, you, you just have to find a time. Got to sacrifice. Right. So, I mean, just out of curiosity, like you're, the hours you spend running, what, and I know you wouldn't have necessarily gotten up at 4am, but like, what have you sacrificed? What do you, what did you used to do, you know, before all this that you have have like jettisoned from your lives tv basically yes, about it tv and that really doesn't bother me that much um except for this kind of like right now because you know it's holiday time and i'm a sucker for hallmark movies uh. <laughs> so i've not been able to watch very many of them um but other than that you know it hasn't been much of a sacrifice you know too too much of a sacrifice because what you gain from running is so much better you know, than, than what I would get from sitting on the couch watching TV. Right. Mm. So you mentioned, uh, you know, the toddler, Grayson. Um, mm -hmm. I've met him. He's brilliant and adorable. And <laughs> you. you guys have um, have started a, a Facebook, uh, I guess it's a fan page, right? Um, yes. Called Planted Parenting. Yes. Um, tell, tell us about that. What what what, um, what made you start it, and how are you how are you parenting in a planted way? Okay, well, um, I was inspired because uh, I have you know I have a few friends, uh, a couple of I have one one cousin that that lives um, in, in Austin, Texas, and, and they're they're plant based. Um, but, you know, just a couple of friends here and there. Um, my sister-in-law has a girl she works with. Um, she decided to go plant-based, and, and she has an 11-month-old, and her dad, the dad of the 11-month-old is, you know, is trying to fight her on, on raising the kid plant-based. So she had kind of um, texted me and messaged me asking me, you know, for advice and things like that. Um, and so that was kind of inspired just to create this page. And I had kind of, I thought of the idea several months ago and I just hadn't done it. And the page is still kind of in its infant stages. Yeah, it's I, still up and coming. We still have a lot of work to do. <laughs> I have a lot of great ideas, but, you know, I, I already don't Facebook a ton. Um, but I am trying to uh, come up with, with things to post on there and put on there. Um, and, and, you know, we're working on it. Um, but basically... Um, so Grayson, we basically raised Grayson uh, plant based. Now, when I had him, I did I did start off breastfeeding, but um, through cert because of certain circumstances and things, um, I wasn't able to fully breastfeed. So I did have to go to formula. Um, but what? Once he was able to start eating solid foods, Derek and I actually made his baby yep. food. Every Sunday, we make his food for the whole week. We bought a, uh, it's called a baby bullet. Huh. And um, we just get, you know, some fresh frozen vegetables and, and fruit and, you know, kind of blanch it and blend it up. And, you know, he absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. It's so good for him. Wow. Too. Now, what, one of the things you hear is that uh, eating plant-based is like elitist and expensive, I'm imagining that making your own is cheaper than buying the little 
the little oh, jars. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It. I mean, for a week of food, it was like thirty bucks tops. Uh, we'd make about two weeks at a time. Yeah, and that for was, two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So, what's an example of uh, like something that go, would go in a in a jar that you'd make? Well, in the beginning, because, you know, you're only supposed to introduce, like, one food at a time. In the beginning, it would be just, like, squash or zucchini. But then we started, once he was, like, introduced to all these different foods, we would just kind of get creative with it. Yeah. And it was kind of fun. You know, we would mix, like, blueberry mango spinach or, you know, whatever. Just Kale, <laughs> apples, and pears. Yeah. And, I mean, he loved it. We would make up all kind of different little recipes and just blend it up and we we got these little bitty um like tupperware containers and we would label, we would label it them and yep. freeze it and he would let us know if he didn't like them but they <laughs> were pretty much like he liked um, them all yeah he um it was just a couple of it was think, a it was a success i would say i think the peas the peas he wasn't a huge fan of yeah. maybe i don't remember which one but so we did that and then once he was able to you know start eating um you know, solids. more and more food, solids and things. Um, we would, you know, make him a lot of beans and rice, which he loves. He is a sucker for beans and rice. I mean, the kid loves his beans. Um, you know, we do vegetable spaghetti, things yeah. like that. Um, and now... Meaning, vegetable spaghetti, meaning like spiralized or like spaghetti with vegetables? Cor- correct. So we make a sauce with vegetables and tomatoes and stuff like that, and then we would put it over noodles. Gotcha. And we've, we've done spiralized uh, zucchini as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, typically it's just like the tomato sauce made with vegetables. Right. So he's, he's eating normal food, right? It's not like, right. it's not like you have to like order things from, from the Himalayas. And... Right. 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 And, um, you know, now that he goes to daycare, um, the daycare works with us really well. They give us a menu um, of what they serve, and we just basically mi- send him a dish that mimics whatever they're serving. Whatever they're eating, right. Uh-huh. So, so for, for example, because like, I think a lot of people think that if they're going to be plant-based, they've got to learn a whole new vocabulary. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that everything has to be, you know, quinoa and, uh, you know, shaved radicchio or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you're, you're mimicking... The, the the foods that they're serving to kids because they're easy to make because kids like them because they're cheap right so what right. what what sorts of things are you doing and how are you doing it um so like for instance like I mentioned before so on spaghetti days because they have hot dog spaghetti okay so we just do vegetable spaghetti okay we send them that um you know they have a couple of days where they, they do, do beans, chicken nuggets beans and rice so they do chicken nuggets so um we'll make um like little patties out of like smashed chickpeas and like toss, um, like coat them in a breadcrumb or something like that or, or yeah, something and crunchy bake and bake it. Yep. Um, we do corn dogs. Um, yes. So we do, and my mom helps a ton with this. Um, uh, she's the godsend. <laughs> um, we'll do baby carrots and, uh, she has, she has a cornbread recipe that, that doesn't have milk or eggs. You know, she uses flax instead of, uh, ground flaxseed instead of eggs. And almond milk instead of milk. And um, she, we have, like, this little pan that kind of has a shape of, like, a little corn dog. I don't know. Yeah. And she puts a baby – she'll fill it up with, with cornbread uh, mix and then put the baby carrot in there and bake it and mix little carrot dogs. <laughs> okay. Um, 
they have grilled cheese day, so we do a hummus sandwich. Hummus sandwich. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple. Uh, they have they meat. do beans and rice too. Sometimes they do have beans uh, and rice days. Those days are fine. Jambalaya. Um, they have a jambalaya day. So my mom does a vegetable jambalaya. Um, they have I was they have a meatball day. We make bean balls. So just like you take some beans and smash them up into ball like balls, and we bake them with a little sauce. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty. That's much about it. Most yeah, that, of the that about covers it. Fish sticks. <laughs> so the fish sticks are, are are very similar to how we make the chicken nuggets, or yeah, whatever chicken Chick- nuggets. Chicken yeah. Chick- Chick- nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. chickpea nuggets. Yeah. So this is. I mean, there's not that many st- dishes. It's like, you you know, you sort of experiment and you master like 10 different things. Right. And you, you've basically got childhood covered. Yeah. Right. It's and super you... easy. Because right, what you're describing is like what I ate in high school. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not like, well, my, my you know, I'm, I'm only three, but my palate is going to really change when I'm seven or eight. They're going to be serving kids chicken nuggets and tater tots and, uh, you know, pizza and fish yep. sticks through... Through you know senior year of high school, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys you guys are all set. Yep, and uh, you know, as far as as far as the snacks at school, we we most of the snacks are okay. Some of them, uh, some of them are not. That's something we're working on. Um, you know, sending him substitutes for. Um, like I said, it, it was a baby step approach for me. But I mean, I say baby steps. It's it's big, huge steps. But I mean, um. You know, we're, we're constantly open to like, you know, tweaking and, and getting better and better. But yeah, we, we've, I feel like we've done a pretty good job yeah. with it so far. Right. And when you, and when you look at Grayson as, you know, he's growing up and his, his energy level and his health and his vitality, you know, compared to other kids, you're, you're not worried that you're like depriving him of no. valuable not nutrients. He is not at all chunky. Like you would not. Yeah. He's. He's he very calm. You know, he's not a hyper kid. And I, I truly think that, you know, the plant-based diet has a lot to do with that. Absolutely. Because um, we, we kind of limit, you know, we limit his sugar and stuff too. And I'm, and I, I mean, clearly processed sugars, a lot of parents do that. But I'm talking about even like, um, you know, because we'll get really, really clean juices and stuff like that. But we still limit, you know, how much he has. You know, we try to make sure he drinks plenty of water. Plenty of water, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how old is he now? He's he's two and a half. Two and a half. So you're you're not quite at the point where he's going to start making his own decisions. Do you have thoughts about like when he gets invited to birthday parties and it's, it becomes really clear that he's sort of, you know, quote missing out? Right. Um, we've thought about it, and um, I don't think we fully have decided how we're going to address it at that time. We're uh, hoping yes. that you know raising him up this way, you know, he'll see the, you know, his entire family's, you know, plant-based and, you know, with hopefully he'll just follow in our footsteps, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we'll just make sure we give him the proper knowledge and education right. and, you know, and say, hey, here, here's, this is, this is all the facts, here it is, you know, I, all I can do is hope that he makes the best decision and, you know, and if he doesn't, that's not, that's not the end of the world, you know, and, you know, if sometime, if one day he does decide to eat the pizza at the party, then maybe he might he might go. You know what? It really wasn't worth it. You know, who knows? So, uh-huh. 
that that's kind of how we feel about it. to me it's no different than raising your kid any in any other way you may believe like say for instance down here religion is a is a big big thing you know say you raise your kid a, a certain religion religion or a certain way and you there's some something you don't agree with well they might go off and do that anyway does it stop you from teaching your children something you believe you know and um, because we get that a lot, a lot yeah. of people will tell us, "Well, what's he, what's he gonna, what you're gonna do when he eats meat later?" I'm like, I, all I can do is teach it's him, him. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. As as if the possibility negates your efforts, right? Well, if he but, eats meat someday, right. then I should I shouldn't even try to get him to eat healthy, right? Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. And I will say, honestly, one thing I'm super proud of, because he has, like I said, you know, we, we kind of took us a while to let go of the seafood and stuff. So he has had fish a couple of times mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But the thing that I'm probably most proud of is he is two and a half and he has never had a Happy Meal. <laughs> and I think that is just awesome. And um, when some, because sometimes people... Um, do try to sneak him things here and there. And there have been times where he they, doesn't have, like it. they have tried to sneak him something. He'll spit it and out. And he has spit it out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, um, you know, the little guy, he's, uh, he, he's a runner. He, uh, the <laughs> other day we were just, you know, we was home for the weekend and decided to go for a little walk. And, uh, he just got, you know, we hadn't had any rain in a while. So the ditches are really dry. So he got in the ditch and just took off running. I mean, just nonstop. I believe he logged like a mile and a half. Yeah. Uh, he has a, he yeah. has my old Garmin on him. Yeah, he he has his own Garmin watch. <laughs> <laughs> so he watches you guys. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And he comes to all the races and he cheers. He cheers them. the runners on, and he he loves that. He'll be handing them water and you know bananas or whatever they have to eat. He loves it. <laughs> wow that's that's just that's awesome yeah so, we're very proud yeah and i think with it with it being his normal you know he's gonna want to mimic that and imi- right. you know what we're doing mm-hmm. it won't be you know it, for him you know like it was for us that's all he's ever known right it's we know. had to change our entire way of thinking yeah. you know for for what twenty something years, yeah. you know, for him, it, it's it's what he knows, right? And you know, you're you're in a community. You've got your these tight family units that are supportive, but you know, I've I've been down there. The, the general community, it, you know, you're. It's not just like a religion. It's like a a, a heresy, right? Right. Yes. And and you guys aren't shying away from your responsibility. And this you know this drives me crazy when parents kind of like eat well themselves. But they're like, well, I don't want to tell my kids what to eat. Right. And to, to me, that's like a, a total abdication of responsibility. Like, it's like, well, yeah. I, don't, I don't punch people in the mouth myself, but I don't want to tell my kid how to behave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, can you we talk a little bit about, it. like, your, your, your sense of responsibility, like what you owe it to Grayson to, exactly. to right. share? And to me, it, it's almost... I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, it's our duty to to teach him the right way, you know, and and not, you know, my mom, my my mom may have not known, you know, didn't know better because you know she taught me the same things that she was taught, but you know, I wasn't taught healthy habits at all, and you know, and I think that you know, 
what might have been different, you know, if if that wasn't so foreign to me, you know, if if getting out and being active and, you know, if salad was just a food, not a diet food, you know, mm-hmm. how how might my life, have, you know, maybe I wouldn't have been overweight my whole life, you know, who knows. Um, but I, I think it's our duty as a parent, you know, to try to teach our kids healthy habits. Right. Right. Well, you guys, it's such a pleasure to to talk to you, to hear, you know, both sides of of the story of sort of being being encouraged and in some cases dragged along. And then like (laughs) when the spark lights up, like nothing's getting in your way and how you've completely, you know, in, in one generation completely reversed like the the entire sort of sad, deathly legacy. Mm-hmm. Of, right of 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 your people, yeah. Right? Like, and you're still you're still coon asses, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's not like you had to you know move to Malibu and start <laughs> you know meditating in an ashram and wear beads <laughs> and and you know say groovy. Like you you haven't abandoned your culture. You're just living happy, right? Exactly. And and my mom has has done a pretty good job at. Um, <laughs> making a lot of our favorite, you know, uh, Cajun, Cajun dishes. Cajun dishes, the gumbo, the jambalaya, you know, stuff pasta like pasta lia. Uh-huh. Yeah. She does a really good job with uh, mimicking those. It's yeah, really plant-based. I keep asking when her cookbook's coming out. I, I'm, She's working I've on it. Trying to, I've been trying to work, <laughs> tell her. I'm like, hey, people are ready. Awesome. So, yeah, she's working on it. Right. So um, your Facebook page, um, I, I want to encourage people to go to it and join. You, you, don't have, you don't have that much there yet, but I think, you know, when people go and get to know you and comment and, and yeah. connect with you, like you guys are clearly, you know, passionate, experienced, um, funny, smart. You got a great spirit. You're sharing good stuff. But I want to get, you know, I want to get you a few thousand followers so that you guys really take this thing seriously because the world needs your experience here and it, need, it needs um you we know. just hope everybody you know yeah well, i mean and we always could use new ideas too you know like yeah. i said to keep it fun and exciting for kids you know that sometimes can be a challenge and we've been doing pretty well with it but you know i'm always open to um you know new ideas too Right. I, I did a podcast episode maybe a couple of years ago now because my uh, my niece had a, um, a, ba- a baby and she had to put him in daycare and wanted to know what to feed him. So I just I reached out to a bunch of people and just did a podcast episode. I'm like, what do I feed my kid when they go to daycare? So there's there's so many resources and so many mm-hmm. people out there who have answers for right. you. And, and you and you you guys are putting your own spin on it and. Um, you know, continuing to to tear up old achievements, and it's just it's mm-hmm. so inspiring. To so, I, I encourage everyone to go to the show notes for this episode. We'll, I'll I'll, uh, I'll grab those photos from you if it's all right, and yeah, and, and share them. And people people will look at them and go, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I I want some of that. Yes, and I am still I am still currently losing. I think Derek's probably about hit his. His stopping point, yeah. but I'm still. In fact, I've I, since we've started cleaning up even more. I've lost about another eight pounds in the last six weeks. So, uh, yep. um, 
We got a next year is gonna be a big year for us. We got a yeah. He's already signed us up for like three I got half a, marathons. I got a fifty k in three weeks. I got a marathon already on the on the list. I have a half. Cassie has two halves. We do in Leadville. I want to do a fifty miler. I want to do a hundred k. It's like I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah. Wow. I like I saw that thing on your Facebook feed. It said you know with the kid the kid crying. Uh, and you're like, sorry, kid. There's no Christmas presents. My, you know, your, <laughs> your parents spent all their money on race fees. <laughs> but uh, I can't think of a better present to give a kid than uh, than happy, healthy parents. Right. Absolutely. Yep. You so, know, because uh, I I think about that. You know, even my mom. You know, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was running, and it's actually a post I want to make, but I haven't gotten to yet. Um, but you know, my mom was 28 when she had me and I'm the baby. Um, so she was a very young mom and she can probably physically do more with my son, Grayson than she could ever do with us. Uh Her, her, she was so overweight and because of her health and that, and she's 60 now. And so to me, that says something, you know, that she can do, she can get on the floor and play with Grayson and run around. And she couldn't do that with us. Uh huh. Right. And so I, I think that's pretty amazing. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter what age you are, you know, the, the changes, you know, they, they need to be made. Yeah. And like I said, you, you gain, you gain life by, yeah. you know, eating this way, by being plant-based, you know, in my, it's been awesome. Yep. Awesome. Well, Cassie and Derek, Thank you so much for for all you've done for your advocacy for uh, for for bringing such a beautiful soul into the world and, and raising him right and uh, thank you I, I can't wait to uh, cheer you on and run next to you at Leadville. All right, we are excited. Yes. Thank, awesome. thank you for having us. All right, thanks, guys. If you enjoyed this episode of the Plant Yourself podcast, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. And for more information about that Big Change program that starts on February 5th, 2018, visit bigchangeprogram.com. And be sure to check out the show notes for today's episode at plantyourself.com slash 252. If you're new to Plant Yourself, you can catch up on 251 archived episodes over at plantyourself.com. And if you get the podcast but not my weekly-ish newsletter, The Big Change Bulldog, you can sign up at plantyourself.com for that as well. I've got a new PDF transcript for you. It's show number 163 with Tim Kaufman, one of the most popular guests I've had on the show. He is amazing. If you don't know who he is, you can check that out at plantyourself.com slash 163. And a big thank you to Alona Schwartz and Kelly Michia for getting that transcript all typed up and beautiful and ready for everyone to enjoy. In garden news, not much going on outside, but inside we're preparing, and my wife is studying herbal medicine, so we may see a lot more herbs in the garden this year, along with everything else. In running news, I'm still not at 100%. I'm probably at 40 or 50%. I did do a 10-miler with Geo on Saturday, but my back is still kind of tweaked, so I'm forcing myself to take it easy and and do other stuff instead. But uh, I do have the tobacco road marathon coming up end of march and it probably it looks like i'm not gonna pr i'm certainly not gonna boston qualify so we'll see 
what makes the most sense in terms of my truncated training and my approach to that race. Let's see if I can run it with my legs and not my ego. All right. Thank you to Will Ridenauer, Cora player extraordinaire, for allowing me to use Sabali Don, the Dance of Peace, as the theme music for this show. Check out willridenauer.com for more. And of course, thanks to all you Plant Yourself podcast patrons, including Kim Harrison, Lynn McClellan, Anthony Disson, Brittany Porter, Dominic Mara, Barbara Whitney, Tammy Black, Amy Good, Amanda Hatherly, Mary Jane Wheeler, Ellen Kennelly, Melissa Cobb, Rachel Barron, Christine Nielsen, Tina Sharp, Tina Ahern, Jennifer Kanofsky, David Bizek, and Mysterious, Michelle Axels, with Feldman, Victoria Dolman, Olia Stroll, and Alan Christensen, Colleen Peck, Michelle Andrew, Julie, Julianne Rollins, Stu Dolan, Sarah Durkis, Ron the Circus, Kelly Cameron, Wayne Pedersen, Leanne Peterson, Janet Selby, Claire Adam, Stone Fronzek, Jeanette Benham, Gil Lasser, David Donahue, Blair Cyber, Dorona, Vizov, Kichio, and Carolyn Argentati, Jody Friesen, Ruth Ann Funderburg, Misha Rosen, Michael Warbeck, the equally mysterious Tracy Z, Alicia Lemus, Rebecca Hughes, Val Lineman, Rhymes with Cinnamon, Nick Harper, Stephanie Holmes, Martha Bergner, Nicole Ramsey, Susan Alman, Molly Levine, the inscrutable Harry R. Susan Laverty, the Panda Vegan, Craig Kovic, Adam Scharf, Karen Burry, Heather Morgan, Ashley Corker, and Kelly Machia, Deanne Norton, Bonnie Lynch of Plant, Happy Oregon, Sabine Kurtzels, Nigel Davies, Marion Blum, Teresa Kopel, Shell Rootless, Julian Watkins, Breed O'Connell, Brian Sheridan, Shannon Hirschman, Kate Rose, Linda Ayat, Julie Lang, Home Hedegaard, Isa Tuzinwa, Connie Hainline, Aaron Greer, Alicia Davis of Evil Al, Heather O'Connor, Carolyn Jensen, Sherry Olakoski of Plant Powered for Health, Karen Smith, Scott Morandi, Karen, Joe Crabtree, Tanya Lewis, Kirby Burton, and Teresa Carell. Or is it Carol? For your generous support of the podcast, that's it for this week. As always, be well, my friends.